and let's roll out. Roll out. Roll out. Roll out. Let's roll out. All right, let's do it. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back once again. This is Food, Fitness, and Fun with my main man, D-R-E. Let's do this. And I'm JD. And we're back with another pod on another day for the good folks who've been watching. And before we start, I just want to say thank you to everybody who's been watching, liking, commenting. We got a comment on one of our segment videos we put up about Method Man the other day. That was pretty cool to see somebody else chime in on something that uh, we spoke about. And so I just want to say thank you to everybody who's been commenting and uh, keeping up with everything and catching up. I see some people been texting me saying, man, I've been catching up. I'm way behind. And so I'm happy to see that. We appreciate you. Thank you very much. And, and uh, yeah. And thank you for sharing as well. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. You know, definitely appreciate that. Word. And so let's dive right in. Dre got the sponsored by again this time. And so take it away, Dre. All right. Once again, today's sponsored by is one of my oatmeal variations. I like to call this super anabolic, super anabolic chocolate strawberry oatmeal. And I'm sending you a picture of it right now. Now, okay. what makes this super anabolic is, <laughs> you of, course, of course, I put the whey protein in there. Of course, okay. I put the casein protein in there and the strawberries and the oatmeal, obviously. But then on top so. of that, uh-huh. I throw a scrambled egg inside of the oatmeal. And I just sent you a picture. Take a look at your phone. Right. And uh, specs on so I can see it clearly. <laughs> and that's pretty much the way it looks. Now, some people have certain feelings about the egg being inside the oatmeal. But, you know, it's one of these things where if you haven't tried it, you don't know. You know, I, I think most people, when they see it, it's like, ew, what? Egg in your oatmeal? Ew. But when I say, okay, have you ever done it before? They're like, no. Right? But when you put that egg in there, that actually adds way more protein into this oatmeal. So I've already put protein in it, but now adding the egg, it has even more. And I might put something like 150 grams uh, of eggs in there. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's a lot. Scramble it all up, throw it in there, and it really fills you up. You know what I mean? That's why I'm calling it super anabolic because right. it's like mad protein inside. You went nuts, though. You know what I'm saying? And when you do it like that, man, it really fills, it really fills you up. It's a nice meal. Every time I do it, I get... I get the itis, you know what I'm saying? I'd be like, <laughs> What just happened? <laughs> but I don't know what's good. going on, but yeah. I'm going to take a nap right now. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? <laughs> Anybody got like a futon or something? Or you just, you know or I mean? my favorite is when you be like, man, I'm going to just get comfortable while I, I just finished eating. I'm going to get comfortable and yeah, watch the yeah, rest of this. Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. Wake up six hours later, just. With the, yeah. You know I don't what even mean? know what happened just now. Son, with, with, with the slob on the throw pillow and everything. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? <laughs> on, the side of your, on the side of your joint? You uh, know what I mean? You know what I mean? I, I guess I had a good nap, didn't I? You know what I mean? And yo, <laughs> man, that chocolate, that strawberry, those eggs, and that oatmeal, yo, that sticks to you. And I usually have this after my workout. So after your workout... Most of the time, especially if you're strength training, but any workout, any anyway, you know, you want to feed those muscles. You know what I'm saying? You Whatever your diet is, you want to feed your muscles. Your, your muscles are open. You just catabolize them. You know what I'm saying? You just beat them up and they need that nutrients right away. And so that first meal you have after your workout is the most important because that's the one that is going to go straight into those muscles. Those muscles are like, yo, I need to get fed. I need to get repaired. Right. Work. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So um, that's why I like to have um, my my meal right after my workout to be full of the most protein within one um, dish. So 
You said you wanted my my straight up yeah. reaction. So just yeah. so y'all know, I did not see this before the pod. <laughs> he purposely was like, I want to wait. He on his TikTok reaction video shit today. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so, <laughs> and so it does look weird. It looks like scrambled <laughs> eggs sitting in chocolate milk with strawberries <laughs> on top. <laughs> it looks super yeah. weird. Yeah, yeah, y'all but, see it. Right, it's on the screen so they can see it. But <laughs> what's interesting is it makes me think about this restaurant that I go to in the city. They do like chocolate everything. Mm. And so it's called Max Brenner. And Max Brenner is like, it's a chocolate place. Everything they do has some kind of chocolate on it. And I remember one day years ago, because my sister put me onto this place. And at one point, that's just where we went for family functions. It was like, oh, Dre's birthday, Max Brenner. Oh, okay. Somebody got promoted, Max Brenner. Oh, okay. Special day for your daughter, Max Brenner. And so that was our norm at one point. And so one day <laughs> we went for like brunch and I had never taken my daughter. And I was like, you know, trying to make sure she didn't have anything too crazy because it was our first meal of the day. And I know this is the chocolate place. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, all right, they got a little kid's menu. I'm like, oh, they got scrambled eggs with bacon. Perfect. And so, <laughs> so we ordered the fucking eggs. And they come, and there's chocolate sauce on the eggs. I was like, no, what are you doing? It was chocolate syrup on the eggs. And I was like, son, no. My daughter just looked at me and was like, "Um, what's on my eggs right now? (laughs) Chocolate syrup, And I already knew, so I'm like, go ahead, taste it. She's like, why is the ketchup black? Because like, it's not ketchup. Yeah. She was younger, just just to be clear. She was yeah, like, I bet it, I bet it blew her old. mind away though. Oh, yeah. son, she's like, <laughs> I don't know if, yeah, this. I'm like, yeah, dip your finger in it. It's fine, I promise. She's looking at me like, Mm-mm, I don't know. I'm like, you want me to dip my finger in it to, to show you it's okay? Once I said that, she's like, Oh no, I got it. That that's chocolate. Why is there chocolate on my eggs? I was like. I have no idea, but son, go ahead, eat your eggs. That was, that that must have been the best egg she ever had in her life. That was her first step onto the dark side. She knew. (laughs) Chocolate syrup on the eggs. I was like, I just looked at my sister, was like, son, you you knew they was gonna do that. She looked at me, it was like, you know it's the chocolate place. And I'm like, all right, like I get it, a chocolate martini, you know, stuff like that. But damn, they threw chocolate on the eggs. Chocolate on the eggs, kid. Yeah. And so it doesn't seem that we, it does. Okay, yes. To be honest, looking at the picture, <laughs> it does look like what the boop. But it's not that weird because people have eggs and oatmeal all the time together anyway. You're just having chocolate oatmeal. But right. in the words of my dad, it's all going to the same stomach. Yeah, that's the way I feel about it. It makes it more convenient. He does crazy concoctions. You'd be like, what? You eating these two things that normally people eat separate together? What's wrong with you? He's like, but it's going to the same stomach. Yeah, that's the way I see it. matter if I eat it now or an hour later? Yeah, that's the way I see it, man. It's like, yo, less dishes for me to wash, man. (laughs) Yo, that is a true single man comment right there. I'm sorry. Because I be feeling the same (laughs) way when I cook. I'm like, what can I... I'm gonna do this because I don't want to wash 22 dishes just because I eat today. Now. Right, I'm gonna put the I'm gonna have a dish for the egg and for the oat and the bowl for the oatmeal. Oh no, we gonna we're we gonna, we gonna consolidate the shit out of that's this. That's it. You know what I mean? That's it. You Spoken like mean? a true single man. You know what I'm saying? Right. Anybody, any single man going watch this and, and totally understand? They are gonna put right in the comments, thumbs up. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, I don't blame you. I'm not a fan of dishes. That that now that. <laughs> That might make me throw my eggs in the oatmeal. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> ah. and so now, now let me ask you a question. I'm probably not. I don't even eat eggs very often. I'm not a. I'm not an egg guy like you are. But yeah, let me ask you a question because I know you are big on measuring everything. Yeah. So now with the two proteins, mm-hmm. protein powders, and yeah. the egg, what's your to- and the protein in the oatmeal? What's your yeah. total protein count for oh. the for the meal? That's a good question. So I would say probably about 70 grams of protein. Okay. Anywhere between be 50. Yeah, about anywhere between 50 and 70 grams of protein. You know, so the two the two proteins um I know each scoop is about 25 grams of protein. Okay. Boom. So you got 50 and, right there. Right, there are 50 and then I um put about 
three to four servings. You know what I mean? So one serving is 40 grams. So I do about 150 grams, whatever. That's what I'm of saying. The oatmeal? Probably, of the No, of the, of the egg. The egg, is oh, the, okay. Okay. the egg is what's bringing the protein. Oatmeal is really carbs. It's very little protein in, in um, oatmeal. It's like nothing, you know. But the, the biggest protein is in the eggs, you know. So I say probably about, I conservative about 50, 70 grams. I mean, if I, if I could honestly look in my um, Fitness Pal app and see exactly what it is. Cause I, yeah, put I it, put send it, it to me later so we can put it on the screen. Yeah, I'll put and, it in and, there for and you. And give cats the super total, you know, the total yeah. of the super protein. Opening. Yeah, yeah. With the with the calories and everything, I send it to you, no problem. Yeah, so we can put it on the screen. Because I feel like yeah. when people watch this and we say certain things, they're kind of like, well, what the fuck does that add up yeah. to? What does that really yeah. mean? And I think we and do a good what... job of breaking shit down. Like last time with the with the, with the the K, K, was it called the other uh, protein? Casein? Casein. Yeah, the casein, yeah that breakdown yeah. was really good. Um, yeah. It's one of the videos I want to post on our, on our TikTok, actually. Yeah. Um, it was a great breakdown and I feel like, but people may not understand so much with the grams and everything. Yeah. So maybe giving them a visual will help them a little more. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. And and so as a person who's trying to put on muscle, I try to get in my meals. I want to, my goal is anywhere between like 30, 50 or like 70 grams of protein. You know, I want high protein meals. You know, and so if I'm just coming from the gym, this should be the like one of the highest protein meals I have. Right. Right. And so something where 50 something that can give me 50 grams of protein is going to be excellent for me or more. You know, got you. Yeah. Sweet. I dig it. That was a good one. That was a good one. All right. Let's dive right into fitness. So, uh, you know, I have a friend who's a personal trainer besides Dre. Um, a lot of people in my inner circle know him. My boy, he's been a personal trainer for years. We've known each other about 10 or 11 years now, he and I. And uh, when me and him talk about the gym, he mentions form a lot. And I've gone to the gym a couple of times with him as well. And even when he works out with people, he is very big on form. And for me, that was like a reassurance because everybody who knows me knows I started working out with you and Jesus and y'all are very big on form. And so for me, that was like a natural thing to just make sure that I'm doing the exercise correctly. And so that's what we mean when we say form, right? We mean the, the way you're doing the exercise, uh, your range of motion, the speed, all of that is part of your form. And so there's many ways to do exercises. There's alterations. There's not just one bicep curl, right? There's like pronated and all these different grips and machines and things. And so what's important is form, the way you do the exercise. And so that's something that kind of was ingrained in me very early and not so much the case for everyone. And so when I finally met up with my other boy a couple years into working out, he was trying to tell me about form. And I'm like, oh, well, we didn't really say form, but we were always taught like, yo, you got to make sure you're doing the exercise right. You don't want to hurt yourself, one. And two, you want to make sure that you are getting the maximum maximum results from the exercise. And so he has always said like, yeah, that's, that's a great way of looking at it. He says he's more concerned with getting the results than hurting yourself. He said he didn't really, he doesn't really say that part to people, but it is true. And so uh, I saw that you put form on our topic list that we have. And I was like, oh yeah, let's, let's speak about that because form is really important. And I say all the time on here, I don't train people. Uh, I don't really have the patience for it, but I have, you know, hung out with people and worked out with people before. And it's something I stress too, because I see a lot of times people want to rush through the workout. And we speak about that a lot on here. And it's bad because number one, you're, you're not going to get the results you want if you're rushing, as we said last episode. And number two, you can really hurt yourself trying to just rush through things. And so yeah. you want to make sure that you're getting the right form. At this point, I care more about form than most of the other things. Even when we do work out and you show me something new, I'm always like, all right, am I good? Is there anything I need to do different? How's, how, how's my, you know, how I'm looking? Um, and the reason for that is I want to make sure that I'm doing things correctly. I don't want to hurt myself. And I want to get what I'm trying to get out of the workout. So I said bicep curl, so I'll stick with that example. If, if you're showing me a different variation of a bicep curl, yeah, I know it's working on bicep, but I want to make sure that I'm getting the full potential out of the bicep workout. 
And so I think a lot of people don't know that or maybe don't think about that. I think in this microwave society, we're so focused on getting in and out that a lot of people are not focusing on the form. They just want some, okay, I'm going to do, do these curls. <laughs> okay, done. Uh, what else? Uh, I got about 10 minutes left. Let me go hit the bench. Oh, 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 okay, great. And I think that people are so stuck on like rushing out that they don't realize how much more beneficial it is to take a second, maybe do a little less, but make sure that your form is right. And yeah. so that's my take on it. I want to see you uh, I'll throw it to you now. Yeah, you know, I couldn't agree more. Couldn't have said it better myself. I couldn't agree more. And, you know, um, just to piggyback on what you're saying, man, like, yeah, for me, safety has to come first. You, it, it's, you, People don't Definitely. like to think about safety. I know you, you. I know the brother who you're talking about, you know, was like, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, you talk, you know, people are focused on results. Yeah, results, results, results. Yeah, but if you don't focus on safety, that's how you get hurt, you know? Mm-hmm. Because you, you start feeling yourself and you start moving things. And yep. um, if you're so into moving this thing from point A to point B, and that's your that's the only thing you think about results, because if you put results first, then you're saying, well, in order to get the results, you know, let's say if you're trying to, you know, like you said, bicep curls, whatever, I want to get these biceps to get bigger. Well, I need more weight. And so you put mm-hmm. more weight and more weight more. And if the form gets incorrect, you can get hurt because you're focused on the bicep, but you have wrists and fingers and everything else in between that if you don't get that right, you can get hurt. And the reason why I focused on the safety first is because as I always say, once you get hurt, it's game over. Now you have to recover. You can't go to the gym or go to wherever you like to go to, um, to work out. I don't care if you do kettlebells or, uh, cross training, whatever it is, it's done now because now you have to mm-hmm. recover. You need two, three months, right. you know, depending on your speed of your recovery. So, you know, just to go back, it's like all, all exercises is moving something from point A to point B. It's like, you want to take this thing, you want to move it over here. Okay. Mm-hmm. That takes muscles to do that. You want to take this thing that's on the floor. You want to bring it up. It takes muscles to do that. And, if you just willy nilly move it any kind of direction, um, yeah, the results you won't really get, or the, the the muscle won't grow the right way. You have muscle imbalances, you know. If people right. like, why, why this side is different than this side? I don't know, you know. Um, you have, um, you know, the muscle growing wrong, or just basically you, you can you can get hurt. So. Right. It's best to get the form right. And that means you might need to bring the weights down, mm-hmm. especially if it's a new exercise you haven't done before. Every time I take a client out, um, someone who's either been in the gym before, or they haven't been there in years. Mm-hmm. I just I just got a new client yesterday and nice. you know, she was like, Oh, you know, I'm like, When's the last time you've been to the gym? Well, I haven't got when's the last time you've been well in this just I need a date. I need a time. Let can I do what you want me to do? You know what I'm saying? And it's like, oh, I haven't been in two in two years. Okay, that's all I need to know. So, if you haven't been in two years, is everything is intro now? And so, what I'm telling her is, before we put weights on, take let's take our time. It's, this might take a, a while for us to get through, right? right. So I don't want to rush, but we're gonna put it on nothing. We're gonna take the pegs out of things. And just get the form right. Just yep. feel how it how it feels to you. That range you know? of motion. That range of motion. Yeah. How how does this feel? Does it, you know, are you am I up close? Am I back? Whatever the, you know, if that's a lat pull down or whatever it might be, or chest press, just to get that range of motion, just to feel like, oh, okay, I think I know where it's at. Okay, I got this. Right. Then we slowly add add the weights on because now you know how to move. I wouldn't yeah. just sit someone down put it on 50, 100, 150, and be like, all right, push it. Rock out. You know what I'm saying? Let me see go, what you can go do. Go through. Because when you do, you get this. Yep. And that's horrible form. Mm-hmm. You know? You know, Someone's doing your tricep pull down. And it, yep. Calm down. Right? Stop. Right. Make the weight lighter. That's why, you know, I don't truly believe in, you know, some people who say, don't do this exercise. Don't do. I see a lot of these videos. Or oh, this 
this exercise is bad. That exercise is bad. To just give you an example, um, I know you know this one because we kind of make fun of it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a there's a exercise called the upright row. It's where you take a barbell and you bring it up here, right? Mm-hmm. You see Lou Ferrigno doing it in the um, pumping up video when he says, uh, "I got to get ready. I got to come right. on." You know, you know, and pumping iron, and, right? And pumping iron, and so many fitness experts are like <laughs> you know don't do that oh it's it, it's it's bad for this it's bad for that and it's like it's bad for this and that if you use the wrong weights if you're doing weights you can't do because it's like well you can do it but if i say hey just take the bar don't put no weight on it then you'd be like right. oh okay so you could do it and mm-hmm. the 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 injury that people are talking about doesn't really happen if the weights are light. It's when you put a 45 plate on there, a 45 plate on there, and then you want to do an upright row. Right. Well, you don't have the strength for that. Right. So it's not so much it's a bad exercise. Yeah, you can you can get uh, they say like you can get um pinched nerves in your shoulders and in your back. All exercises have some danger. But of if course. you know right, if you get the form right, then you can get the advantage of the exercise with less injury. You see what I'm saying? So it's not that the exercise itself is bad or good. It's do you have the form right? And like you said, if you are rushing to hurry up and get these gains and hurry up to get these results, someone like me that's saying, yeah, we're going to do that exercise, but we're going to do it with no weights first. And then we're going to slowly bring it up. People don't want to hear that. You know, that's like, that's like, come on, come on, man. That's like, come on, let's put, let's put some real weight on it. All right. And then that's when it's like, ah, oh. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's that ego lifting. Yes. Yes. And that's and that that's what I mean. Lifting. Right. And those are the yeah. people who usually mess up. That's when they, their form is so horrible because that, because that's what it is when you only talk about results. You don't care how the form looks. You're just trying to move this thing up here. That there, you know, that's all you care about is moving the actual weight or moving your body a particular way. You're squatting. Right. I don't care if the, if I'm uneven on the squats. It's like no, you know, because you just want to get the results. But right, you you're not going to get the results because your form is not right. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So, you know, you're way better to kind of just like taking your time, going like developing, and then it's also you know what they call that mind muscle connection developing the actual mind muscle connection how do you move this you know because i've been doing this so long and even yourself are doing it so long you know you can tell when you don't have your form right you'd be right away you'd be like oh you know what no 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 let me try the 20s right you know what i'm saying Um, absolutely one of the exercises i don't do a lot of and it doesn't mean it's not a good exercise i just don't do it that often is the like walking lunges great exercise i know you don't like those but anytime I do do them, I like, okay, I'll do them. I'll either have like no weights, little five pounders, little 10 pounds. And everybody's like, come on, man, put more weight on there. No, because I don't have the muscle mind connection. My form is not that great on this. I don't right. do this that often. I haven't taught my body how to walk like this. So I'd rather do it with no weights right, and get my form right. Oh, okay. And then if I feel like I like the exercise a week, two weeks, I'll start right. gradually, you know, putting some weight to my hand or something like that. But for me mm-hmm. to try to, who am I trying to push something to? Put a 45 plate, another 45 plate. Okay, <laughs> right. yeah, now Hurt I'm going to do it. Yeah, you know, or you put 250 pounds on a, on a straight bar on your back. Now I'm going to do the lunges. Yeah. yeah. Who, what's, what's that about? Mm-hmm. Now, if you, there's plenty of people who can do that, but that's <clears> their <throat> exercise. They do that shit all the time. Right. But they've built up to that. Exactly. You can't just try to see what somebody's doing on some YouTube video or Instagram video or whatever and just figure, okay, yeah, this dude did it with 150 pounds on his back. So I'm that's how that's where I'm gonna start. Right. No. No. I mean, let me just throw the elliptical machine on my back <laughs> right. and start doing lunges. Right. No. Right. Right. No. Yeah. And that's yeah. why I like working out with my boy, too, because he's very big on form. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes he'd be like, oh, okay, you used to doing this. Have you ever done it this way? I'm like, oh, nah, that's hot. Show me. 
And then when he showed me, he's like, okay, let's focus on form. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. Let's focus on form. And that's the thing. Like, I never care about being the guy who could lift the most in the room. I leave my ego at home when I go to the gym. When I go to the gym, it's not ego time. It's time to work on myself. Yeah. It's time to improve myself. And that's all I'm focused on. So if that means I'm lifting five pounds on something, cool. I don't care if you could do 200. We go to the gym all the time together. And you're like, yeah. Can you put it at the bottom of the rack for me, though? I'm a whole rack this shit. I'm like, ooh, you're the man. That's impressive. All right, now, can you put that same machine on like 70 for me? Thanks. I can't do no whole rack. So if I could do 70 then I'm going to do 70 and I'm going to rock out my 70. Right. Yeah. And you know, even with, even with cardio exercises, the form has to be right. I mean, you're, you're, you're a runner, you're a jogger. You know what I'm saying? Um, I was teaching some kids how to run today. I'm like, you, you know, they're kids. So I get it. They didn't get it wrong, but it's like, Mm -hmm. you see adults do it too. You kind of running hands Mm -hmm. are just down and you know, Tweedle twaddling. What are you doing? No, 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 no. Use your arms. Let's get the form right. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? You, if if you're running, especially like a jog for cardio, it's about endurance. If you get the proper form, you can go a little bit longer. You know, yep. you can get a nice stride. If you're just doing whatever, yeah, right. You know, it's like what the. Yeah. You're not going to go far like that. You know what I'm saying? What are you doing? And breathing is part of the form, too. Exactly. And I see cats doing that all over the gym, on the cardio machine, on the weight machine, not breathing correctly, turning purple in the face. Son, what what are you doing, son? Let that air out. Let that air out, son. If you breathe, you'll do more sets, I bet you. I I got $5 that says you could do more sets if you work on breathing properly. Exactly. And the correct way to breathe when you're doing strength training is always breathing in when you're either pulling or pushing. So if I'm doing a bench press, I'm breathing in and now I'm ready to push out. I push out with my breath. Yep. Yep. That's how you want to do it. You know, now Mm -hmm. there are different variations. Some people will breathe in, they'll hold it. And then they'll push out, you know, I've seen different studies or whatever on it. You got to find what works for you, but Mm -hmm. I don't like holding my breath for too long because I, you know, like I said, my, my practice is about comes is very inspired by my martial arts and in martial arts or boxing or whatever, when you Mm -hmm. strike, you let go of the air. Yeah, You let that breath go. Yeah. So it's like, once you, um, come in, Bring the breath in and then push out. That's what you want. As you're pushing that weight off of you, that breath is coming out, you know? And it could either be like that or some people you hear, you know? It doesn't matter how, but you want that breath to kind of come out as you count. And your breath should be flowing as you're working out. Yeah. That's why when I see cats try to hold their breath through an entire workout, I'm like, but what are you doing? You're about to pop something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Flow. Yeah, so but anyway, you're right. It's all yeah, part that, of form. That's what form. that's what I'm saying. Exactly. It's all part of form. You know, if you're running, you know, even my daughter, who I mention all the time, I tell her the same thing. We'll run up. Oh, train is coming. Let's run. We get to the top of the steps. Just we're both out of breath. I said, in through your nose, out through your mouth. In through your nose, out through your mouth. You gotta get your breathing right. Yeah, that's and stop talking. You know, that's what I got. I got to tell students all the time too, because they're trying to talk about the experience. Yo, that hill is a stop. Stop right. that. Catch, that. catch that breath. <laughs> yeah, and I didn't see the train, and that's it. No, you, you're trying to do too much. You're trying to talk. Right. You're trying to catch your breath. Stop. Yeah. Only focus on breathing. Yeah. Wait. You know, people. Right. I got. I got to tell you about the experience. Like right. no. <laughs> no, yeah. don't do that. You know what I'm saying? Right. Absolutely. All right, man, go ahead. You can intro the next topic. Let's keep it moving. So, yeah, we're going to go into these negative reps. All right, so. um, Which is, goes right into, uh, you know, form. More form talk, right. Yeah. So, um, man, the importance of negative reps, where do we begin? You know, negative reps, what are they? So, negative reps are. I'm about to say, right, let's let's define it. 
are the reps that you do when you've already actively, let's say going back to um, bench pressing, you've already actively pushed that weight out. Now you have to bring it back to your chest. This is, is the easy part, right? And so some people just go pop, 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 pop. It's like, if you learn the importance of the negative rep, once you push out, okay, you want to slowly bring that back because your muscles are still working. That's called deceleration. Think about it as brakes or, you know, someone's coming from a parachute and it's slowing them down. It still takes force to slow a thing down. That's right. You see what I'm saying? And you are using muscles to slow it down and then you pop it back up quick. Slow it down, pop it back up quick, right? But if you use those negative reps, what you're doing is you're still developing muscle in that negative space. You see what I'm saying? And so that's why I want to talk about the importance of the negative rep. And whether you're talking about squats or the leg press, controlling the deceleration is so important. You don't want to rush that. Yeah, you don't want to rush that because your muscles are still working. It's actually working in a different way. So you got some muscles which are pushing out, you're pushing or pulling muscles. And then your also muscles kind of like resetting on that deceleration to get ready like a spring, like springing it back up. It's developing that um, potential energy. And then you push it out, kinetic energy. Potential energy, kinetic energy, right? And so don't rush your workout, whatever it might be. Take advantage of the negative rep. The negative rep could be so dope, especially if you have a good uh, workout partner. Going back to the bench press, you might only could do, let's say you could only do eight or nine. Oh, I'm done. But you still got negative reps left. So your partner can help you bring it out, right? And then have you control the negative. Partner helps you out. Thank you. Control the negative by yourself. That's right. Helps you again. Control the negative. So now with that partner helping you, let's say you stop that nine. Now you're going all the way to 12, right? With some help, sure. Right. But the negative was all you. That's right. So you're still developing muscle either way. Yep. Yeah. Very, very, very important, the negative rep. And what I like to do, and I I learned this kind of just trying to pace myself. Uh, but later on, I saw a video that said count to four, right? And so it doesn't have to be four. You can choose a number you like. But for example, with your same example, you're holding up. Okay, now come down. One, two, three, four. Okay, yes. now I'm back. Okay, now back up. One, two, three, four. And so pacing yourself is an important part of it. And that negative rep is part of that. And so I like to try my best to be balanced, right? I see a lot of times when cats work out, they're busy trying to, like you said, pop out. But then they're trying to come back so quick, right? And But you're going to hurt yourself. And you got to take your time and really work the muscles, right? Arnold said on that same uh, pumping iron dock, he said the workout doesn't really start till it starts getting difficult. And right. I understand why he says that. And the thing is, cats just want to rush. They want to fly, 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 fly. Oh, but I'm trying to do two sets of 12. I got to hurry up and get this 12. No, 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 no. Take your time. Because that negative rep counts too, like you're saying, right? It's like, okay, it's up here. You got it. Okay, now, but now you can't just drop it back down. Number one, that bar is going to hit you right in the chest and hurt yourself. Number two, muscles are not built to just pop right back. That's not how they're built. It's like you said, a spring. You got that build up to let it out, right? It's build it up, let it out. Same thing you said. It's the same mentality you got to have when you're working out. I think of the same. Listen, I even apply it to cardio, right? Yep. We do this crazy cardio that we talk about all the time. Okay, cool. But when we're doing rest, right? I do 3-1. We spoke about it before. On that one minute, I am not pushing myself. I'm letting my shit, hey, let me let me relax for a minute. Because I know when that, that minute is up, I'm going. Yeah. I, I'm I'm getting that rest in. I'm saying, okay, let me let me build my shit up. Let me take my minute. 
If I need a sip of water, all right, this is this is my time to have a sip of water. Because when it goes back and I'm going for those three minutes, I'm going in for them three minutes. I, that's how I apply it. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, the negative rep matters. I know it's not exactly the same, but if you're doing interval training, it's, it's similar. Because mm-hmm. you've got that, that space of kind of like, quote unquote, active recovery. Right. And so that's when I'm like, all right, yeah, you know, let me take it easy. Because, you know, when you're going, your brain is saying, go, 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 go. Especially with cardio, because it's fast paced. The heart is pumping, the blood is flowing. But even then I say, oh, let me take this one minute, calm down, take it easy. Because I know I'm letting it get a second to, to kind of build up for when I go back in full force. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 the, the image I like to think of with the negative rep is, you know, Superman or some Marvel character or whatever. But there's like some like meteor or some like. 747 plane and it's like dropping down is about to hit the school right or some building or a bridge and superman like runs in and he catches it fine but it takes a lot of energy just to slow it down yep you know what i'm saying and so it's like uh, you know we know that he can probably push it out and put it into space but it's like it actually takes a lot more sort of concentration because I don't want to hurt anything, so I need to slow this thing down, and right. that's causing um, different muscles to kind of be used. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he usually, you know, just to add drama, he slows it down just before it hits the thing right. behind him. You know, right. <laughs> just like, right. oh, and they're like, wow, it was like three feet away. He was about to hit right. the, the hospital and some right. shit. You know what exactly. I'm saying? But it's like that's what a negative rep is. It's using that muscle to decelerate and slow down that weight. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, no, when you said it, I immediately thought about Black Panther. In Black Panther, he gets that second suit. They're all beating the shit out of him. He's just taking it, taking it, and he's, all right, my energy's all built up. Boom! It just lets that shit out. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's yeah. that second suit. She was like, kick the suit. Bomb, he kicks the fuck out of it. She's like, oh, why'd you kick it all the way over there? Asshole. Go ahead, kick it again. Shit blows him away now. You know what right. I'm saying? Same right. thing. That's what I immediately thought about. Because especially she says the same thing. She's like, once it builds up the kinetic energy, you can let it out. So when you said that, yeah. I immediately thought of Black Panther. No doubt. No doubt. Yes, sir. All yes, right. sir. All right, let's hit this last topic. <sighs> well, <laughs> you know, they walling out in these streets. Once again. And in, and in these labs. And uh it's now something floating around that's been floating around. Apparently, I, I looked it up and an article was saying, actually, this is not a new thing. Right. But uh, something circulating throughout the media right now, last couple weeks, a little something called monkeypox. And uh, there's already talk about vaccines. There's already talk about who it's affecting. Yeah, and uh, I'm, I'm gonna let you spark this one because I'm I'm a little scared, son. Yeah, you know, like you said, man, this is like you said, it's not it's not new. Um, mm-hmm. You're you're made to be afraid of it because, like all things that you should be afraid of, it originated in Africa, and so we know when things originate in Africa, they're Ooh, scary, scary. <laughs> you're right? They're deadly and scary, and they're they're coming to hurt you and they want oh to my. take your your life away. The big you know? black stuff. Right. Everything from Africa, you know. It's, right. They even say that with, uh, if you haven't noticed, like hurricanes, right? Certainly like hurricanes. Mm-hmm. Like, the hurricane came off the coast of Africa and went to the <laughs> Gulf of Mexico and just destroyed Louisiana. It's like, damn. You know what I mean? Like, okay, everything that's coming from Africa will right. hurt you. Right. Anyway. And nah, so... I- yeah, so it's like, all right, you know, we know that this is coming around, and yeah, we see the fear mongering. Yep. But really, got me kind of upset is when when fear mongering comes. Now you want to sort of uh, point fingers at certain people in society or blame certain people in society. And so, what the CDC said was, okay, yeah, this monkeypox is around, and um, 
the way, unlike the coronavirus or whatever, right? The monkeypox is spread through physical touch, right? And because it's spread through physical touch, what they're saying is, well, gay and bisexual men are, um, this is the CDC, um, are more apt to get this virus than other demographics. And I'm uh, like, what kind more of specifically? Bullshit? They said it's being spread through sexual activity. Well, let me see, because I know I said this headline. Um, yeah, it yeah, says gay bisexual I read, men. I read something saying that normally. <clears throat> it says that normally uh, through. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. You can go. I was gonna say, uh, gay and bisexual men are at increased risk, at increased risk for monkeypox virus. Um, and so when you say, okay, well, why are they at more of an increased risk than any other demographic? And mm-hmm. obviously, if you read between the lines, it's like, well, y'all fuck each other in the ass, so y'all can get it. And it's like, well, wait a second. Sex, traditional sex, however kind of sex you want, means physical contact. So whether it's yeah. two gay guys doing it, two gay women doing it, to heterosexual people doing it, the risk is, is still people touch it. So the fact that you would hone in on gay and bisexual men, you know, it kind of reminded me back in the days of what they were saying about AIDS. You know what yep. I'm saying? Like, oh yeah, yep. this is the gay I, I, man's I'm disease. smiling not because of the offense, to be clear to those watching. I'm smiling because, because that's what I thought. Well, that's, that was my immediate thought when I saw that. I was like, oh, so they trying to make this shit the new AIDS. Yeah. I mean, like, that's that's it. Like, right. Or or they think the old tricks still work. Let's have a real conversation. Yeah. Yeah, and and it's like a, this is not, you know, some like crazy blogger. This is not some conspiracy theory. This is the CDC. The thing that all of y'all have been saying, you should listen to the CDC. Why don't you take the CDC's recommendations? They just want to help you. <laughs> you know. <laughs> You know, and it's like, um, the CDC have biases, yo. They have biases like anything else. And for them to come out and say this, um, it's, yo, it's offensive. I'm not gay or bisexual, but it's like, I remember what that community went through, you know, when they were targeted because people said, you're the ones that's bringing this into our community. You're doing it. And right. it was the same thing. But what, what were the gays doing? Having sex. Oh, so they're the only ones in society having sex now. Nobody right. else is having sex. I never have sex. <laughs> right. Right. You know, it's like, okay, well, yes, they're having anal sex. And and men and women so, don't have anal sex. Like, right. I'm about to say, yeah, yeah. Yeah, never been at it too. Never mind. Come on. Right. Come on. But that's but that's the whole thing. It's like, why it's, are it's you just a Tuesday out? night around here. Come on, bro. Yeah. It's, you know. Yeah, we know that gay guys are partying. They're probably having a great old time. Yeah, they are. Exactly. But are they the only ones partying? They're the only ones going into dance clubs and, and, and swinger bars and picking nope. up strangers and fucking nope. them? No. Everyone's doing it. So Everyone. why are you picking on them, <laughs> Everyone. PDC? You ever been on a dating app? <laughs> you know what I mean? Ever. It's mad profiles that's like, what's up tonight? Right. What's going on right now? Listen, right. I'm going to be in town for the weekend. For the weekend, um, yes. Mad I'm, profiles that's like, in New I'm, York City, ugh. only these dates. Holler at me if you can host. Monkey pox. And those are only gay and bisexual men with those profiles, right? I've never seen any gay and bisexual men profiles, so oh, I can't even oh. answer that question. Oh, so then I don't. So I mean, obviously, those have to be gay bisexual men because only gay bisexual men, according to the CDC, is at increased risk. Right. That's everybody sarcasm is, for those who can't understand. <laughs> everybody else is fine. You know, everybody so else don't even worry just, about it's it. It's fucking dumb. Yeah. It's stupid. Yeah. It's stupid, and it's really foul because, like you said, I, I'm 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 significantly younger than you. You know, I was born at the tail end of the 80s. Oh, that's my alarm. It'd be fine. Um, and so, you know, I was born at the tail end of the 80s. I wasn't really around for that. Um, but there's all type of 
data and research and articles that are still around. You can still look them up and see. I mean, we quote Eddie Murphy to each other all the time off mic. And we've even quoted some of his stuff on here. There's a whole uh, bit on in Delirious where he's talking about, you know, AIDS being a, only, a gay-only virus. You know, he said, you know, in the bit he's talking about, like, you know, girls love the gay best friend, but I'd be scared that they're going to go kiss their gay best friend on the lips and one day bring the AIDS home. And then your doctors say, Mr. Murphy, you've got AIDS. And you say, wait, but I'm not gay. And the doctors say, of course you're not. <laughs> that's the shit that was going on in the 80s it's foul it's right. foul and what's more foul is that they're trying to do it again because we know that aids does not only affect the gay community it does not it does not and that's what they made it seem like in the 80s it was like oh this the gay virus and so now they on some oh monkey pox normally spreads just like coronavirus from an animal to a human and then humans spread it which I'm not even going to get into that, but that's what the article said that I read. And then they said, and now normally it's not, it's something that's rare, but we're seeing an increase and, and it's being passed through sexual activity. Once they said that, I was like, okay, any moment now they about to say some wild shit about cats fucking animals and fucking each other. Let's see what happens. About a week later, article comes out, hey, gay and bisexual men are at a higher risk of catching monkeypox. Word. Word. Y'all foul for that. Y'all are super foul for that. Come on, man. Don't do that. And, and, and Don't again, do that. This is this this is the CDC. This is your this is y'all y'all because you know I I have I keep a healthy dose of mistrust on right. almost everything. <laughs> right. On almost Same here. everything. Right. I'm a skeptic so, a very skeptical dude. Yeah. But but you know I'm saying that because cats is just like oh yeah the CDC said this the CDC the yeah, C that's all you they, keep hearing. There's a large community that has been living and dying by what the CDC says. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And so now the CDC says this. So you know so it's like that's why I'm saying it's like y'all trust these um, sources, uh, and I feel like I said I feel like these sources have biases as well and they need to be examined. And yep. no, this, this, this sense of, you know, everything that a particular department or whatever says is just gospel, you know, just holy and should never be touched and trusted and just do whatever they say. You know, it's like, right. mm, I, I can't, no, no. Mm -mm. Everything yeah. should be scrutinized. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You have to look at everything and actually, you know, and ask yourself, does this make sense? You know, and, and we've said that plenty of times on here when the pandemic first started, we spoke about the sources you trust, how you should cross-reference things. We spoke about all of that here. And so that doesn't change. And yeah, CDC could say whatever the fuck they want. And you remember, in the age of the internet, anyone can say anything. It's all about what do you take as fact or fiction? What do you look at and say, hey, yeah, that sounds cool. Listen, I've read shit plenty of times that I, at first glance, I'm like, that don't make no fucking sense. Let me look this shit up. And there's been plenty of times it actually did make sense. I just didn't know enough about it. But there's other times when you look shit up and cross-reference and you're like, oh, well, that first shit I read was complete horseshit. <laughs> I can't believe that this place I trusted said that. Right. Wow. What a complete pile of shit. Right. Unbelievable. But you have right. to cross-reference. And so I think it's fucked up, and we saved this for the end because it's kind of silly to us that they're saying that. Like, we don't know what happened in the 80s. It's like, so y'all think we just wasn't here? Y'all think, like, what, we're 12 or some shit, and we're going to just believe that this gay virus quote-unquote is is happening it's like stop no viruses aren't gay let's start there viruses are non-binary viruses don't give a fuck who they affect they are viruses and right. so yeah sometimes there are communities that are more at risk than others but that don't work that way that takes time that takes statistics that takes lots of information and if this thing just started spreading 
in a big way, which it hasn't. If you look at the numbers, they're super fucking low. So it's that shows you also that it's bullshit. But it, all of that stuff comes with time. You can say, for example, okay, from the 80s till today, we have studied the information. And these demographics are being affected by AIDS. The 80s till now is mad long. Not two weeks. There's a difference. And... Also, if you look at the information from the 80s until now about AIDS, it's changed drastically. It's no longer a gay virus, folks. Plenty of straight people die from it all the fucking time. Yeah. yeah. So let's stop the bullshit. Go ahead. Yeah. You can wrap it up. Yeah. And so obviously, you know, in my little rant, I was being facetious um, mm -hmm. because the whole thing is, you know, just um, learn to question things. And I feel that everybody should walk around with a healthy dose of mistrust from whatever i don't care if your right. doctor says it i don't care if your pastor says it you know what i'm saying whatever you know sources you trust um put a healthy dose of mistrust in there and um that helps you kind of like do your own research or just as you're saying like that that don't seem right you know it didn't pass said, the smell test. It didn't pass the smell test, as I said in some other episodes of our podcast here. But that's actually very true. Don't take, when I say pass the smell test, I'm saying this, we all have an intuition. Don't bury your intuition because a trusted source told you this. Right. Um, you know, on some Jedi shit, trust your feelings. They're trying to tell you something. Explore right. that. See where that's going before you say yay or nay to a particular thing. And that's right. really all I got to say. That's it, folks. Got to figure out what we're going to call this episode. I'm sure you'll figure that's, it out. That's an assignment for me, not for y'all. <laughs> but <laughs> we're getting out of here. Thanks again, everybody who's been tuning in and watching and liking and commenting and sharing. We appreciate you. Please continue to do so. And that's it. We out. We see y'all in two weeks. And let's roll out. Roll out. Roll out. Roll out. Let's roll out.